Hey everyone, Steve Kidd here. Welcome to another edition of the Be Great, Be Kind, Steve, Steve Kim Experience podcast, special hashtag R Hill edition. I got my man Yehuda, who owns an amazing local business just outside of Richmond Hill, but he's a Richmond Hill native, here to kind of talk to us a little bit about the business that he operates, what it's like right now to operate the business during COVID-19, and, and then some of the things that he's offering offering currently right now for all of his amazing friends, families, and clients. So Yehuda, thank you so much for taking your time out of a busy day uh, to just kind of share who you are and your experiences with all of us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'll tell you honestly, yeah. I'm in the middle of butchering chicken. I stopped just to talk to you. <laughs> Hopefully you washed your hands. <laughs> I, you know what? I washed my hands so many times. There's not enough lotion. My, my hands are so chapped now. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So you have to policy. I'll tell you yeah. honestly, yeah. when, so quickly, just like we've done, we've actually had our store closed for a month now to oh, walk wow. in traffic. Because and we're only we're only allowing pickup and delivery, so we were actually the first ones to implement a complete no traffic, uh, um, no walking traffic in the store. Oh wow! So what I do is to be careful, even though there's no contact, constant six feet between myself and the customers that are coming to pick up. I have a four liter bottle of, of sanitizer at my, my door, and I just <laughs> wash my hands. You know, I know I didn't touch anybody, and I'm close still. Good rinse. <laughs> So. That's hilarious. So, you know, at least you're following the safety protocol. So good for you. Good for you. Um, so you for, for the select few people who don't know who you are, why don't you just share with everyone uh, a little bit about who you are, your backstory, and how you got your start in the business? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so what I do with this, this business is actually my second company. Uh, I'm actually a trained chef. I'm a Red Seal. I'm a oh, wow. butcher. I've been, yeah, I've been doing it since 2007. I graduated from George Brown. Uh, when I was 25 years old, I started my own food manufacturing company. Uh, I sold it just about four years ago okay. um, and opened up Brothers Butcher Shop. So we've been in operation now uh, over three years. Um, yeah, and so what we've done is we've actually pivoted. Uh, in the beginning, I was doing regular meat and I wanted to do something different. So I went hormone antibiotic free um, and I started buying when I was buying from larger companies and I just felt things weren't right. And within about, about 10 months of being open, I decided to completely go local, support wow. the local farmers, all organic, all 100% grass-fed, all uh, no hormones and no antibiotics ever. But the thing is, is that we do whole animal butchery from nose to tail. So literally, there's no, there's nothing going to waste. Everything's getting used, Amazing. and we're keeping our prices in line with reg the cost of regular meat at the grocery store. What? I think, yeah. How's, how's that possible? <laughs> my my theory is, if I can feed you and your family at an affordable price, then you're gonna, you're gonna be happy and you're gonna tell your friends. I'm not in it to become a millionaire. I'm in it to, to you know, keep feeding, supporting the local farmers, supporting the local community. Yes, we deliver all over the GTA, but like primarily, my primary business is still like in Richmond Hill and Vaughan, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like the North York, Richmond Hill, Aurora, Newmarket, this little hub, and I want to be able to feed everybody the best they, the best they, the best they can eat for their family. And but most of all, I want it to be affordable. I want people to be able to to not feel like that pinch, especially now, right? Yeah, you're so. right. And and, it, and when you hear the things like the terms like grass fed and organic and free range, people automatically assume there's the added expense there. So it's amazing, super noble of you're you. You're right. And then, like, you know, honestly, yeah. it, it frustrates me so much because I totally get I totally get the hesitation. And yeah. I tell people, like, here's the thing. So if I'm going to charge you the same price for chicken breast as you would pay for, for like the antibiotic free chicken breast at Walmart, 
why would you pay, why would you buy it there when it's filled with 30% water when you can buy mine that's air chilled? You're paying the same price per pound and my chicken breast is gonna go from that and say, say that, but when a Walmart's gonna go down to that. <laughs> right, so you end Good up point. spending less money, Yeah. right? You end up spending less money and, and, you, and I can, and because I also show people where my farmers are. I want people to see that there's yeah. a connection. We're not, we don't deal with the, with the big companies. There really is like Jeff Arnold from Phoenix and Arnold that I'm going through four head of cattle a week with him. He's like, he, he's a friend of mine, but he comes and he delivers the meat sometimes. Wow. Like, he, you know, he's like, he, we're actually going to do a video in the, in the next month or so. I'm going to do a video with him on butchering the animal together with him because he's never actually seen it in person. Wow, that's <laughs> he, yeah, it's amazing, right? I, I so, can't wait. I can't wait to see that. That's look. That's yeah, gonna no, be it's really yeah. <laughs> and there's actually a connection, right? There's always a connection yeah. we have between the farmers, between me and my customers. I want everyone to realize that we're really, it's not, it's that everything's being respected, Got right? It. And that's Got so where everything the animals have to be respected. They did. They were born and raised and killed for our consumption, so we have to respect them and use nose to tail everything. I love that. I love that, that mantra of yours. It's just respecting, you know, from where it's, from where animals were, were bred and raised to where they are now and making sure those relationships, um, you know, stay strong and they're paramount in your business. And I, exactly. and I absolutely love that. And it resonates with who you are in the business that you're operating. You know, let me ask you, how did you get your start in the food industry? Like, did you, were you four years old into grandma's kitchen and being like, Hey, I'm going to be a chef one day. Like talk to, let's take us back there. So I'll tell you, I actually, I grew up in a, in a very religious Jewish family. I'm one okay. of 14 children. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, right? well, that's, a typical, that, that's a typical healthy Jewish family, is it not? <laughs> yes, it's such a healthy religious Jewish family. And I used yeah. to cook. I cooked and I cooked and I cooked. Yeah. I'll tell you, I was, uh, I was actually, uh, I, when, I, when, I was, uh, when I left high school and I was doing, I went to construction and eventually I ended up in the film industry. But I actually did, I actually did, um, I used to cook at home. And I used okay. to love cooking for the holidays. I used to experiment. So for me, it's, it's all in my hands. I love being able to, you know, it's funny. A chef, the, the chef Jeffrey Loff at George Brown, I don't even know if he's still alive, but he's my first mentor. And one day he says to me, he says, Yehuda, I want you to, I want you to if there's one thing I can, I can leave with you in life is, the minute you think you know everything about food, put your knife down and get out of the kitchen. God. And I said to him, like, what's that supposed to mean? He says, always keep an open mind. You'll learn something from everybody. And like, it's amazing. I'll tell you when I was in, um, when I was in France, cause I worked in France for a year. When I was in France, uh, sorry if I go off on a tangent, I get no, very no, passionate no, no. about what I do. <laughs> yeah, it's, I working, it shows, it shows. <laughs> so I was working in, 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 uh, in Strasbourg. Um, it's the Northeast side of France, around the border of Germany and France. It's actually been annexed by the Germans so many times, gone back and forth. Um, and there's a, there's a little town called Munster and they make the most delicious, it's like, it, it's almost like a brie, but it's aged in a cave and there's a smoky flavor and it's, it's, it's so delicious. And, uh, but it's a very soft, soft cheese. Yeah, you're about to lie for me. It's honestly, it's one of the best cheeses I've ever had. I'm not kidding. Okay. Yeah. It's a very soft cheese. And there it, it is a, a dish called Munster au cumin. It's Munster with cumin. So all it is, you take toasted cumin seeds and you sprinkle it on the, on the monster cheese and you, and you basically, with, a, with like a, almost like a butter knife, you just like spread it on baguette. It's a dessert. You eat it after the meal. Yeah. So this cheese is very soft and it's very hard to cut it when it's so, so soft. Yeah. And it doesn't present very well. So I put it in the fridge. 
And the chef says to me, I, I, I order comes in, I cut it up, put it on the pat, put it on the plate, present it nicely, put it on the pass. Chef says to me, why is this, why is the cheese cold? I said, because I, I put it in the fridge. He goes, why do you put it in the fridge? He says, because it doesn't cut properly otherwise. He says, did the cheese ask you to put it in the fridge? And I'm like, <laughs> like what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> he goes, he says, you have to listen to each ingredient, yeah. right? He's like, the cheese, if you leave it at the room temperature, the cheese relaxes. It just wants like to relax. Yeah. He says, you have to respect the food, respect the farmer. The farmer took the time to milk the cow, to turn it into, take the milk and turn it into cheese. And then, you, then it sat there for months and you stuck it in the fridge. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> and that was like, one of the, that was like the, the aha moment for me. Yeah, like, yeah. You have to respect everything, every little ingredient. Like people look at it like, I, if you want, I'll show you. I got, I got two cows that came in today. Now the, the heads I've already butchered down. We turned it into, into a broth. But like people say, why do you have the head hanging there? Like I make a broth from it. It actually makes the most gelatinous, most flavorful broth. I'm like, why wouldn't I use the head? You get the, the stuff from the brains, the collagen from the teeth, the, the, all the collagen right between the jawbone. It's like, and you think it's the most amazing, honestly makes the most amazing broth. It's great for your skin, keeps you healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. You know what? <laughs> you have such an amazing passion for your craft, what you do. It's a shame that, you know, unfortunately, for, because of COVID-19, the doors aren't open in terms of people can't come and see you because yeah. just meeting you is, or just getting to know you is a treat in and of itself. So thank you. I, I love that. That's an amazing story. What an absolute incredible story. So obviously all of that learning, all of the mistakes, all of the appreciation has come to fruition with, you know, your amazing background as a chef to owning and operating a phenomenal uh, butcher shop locally. Um, let me ask you, what are some of the products that you offer? Because Obviously, I want to be able to promote who you are, your business right now. What are some of, I guess, some of the popular products that you offer and maybe some of the ones that are a little bit more unique off the beaten path? So I'll tell you, so the, the products that we offer, everyone knows, you know, like your chicken breasts, your chicken legs, stuff like that. But the biggest thing that I push to you, and I say to them, here's the thing, especially if you're coming from a grocery store mentality. When you go to the grocery store, you've got strip loin, sirloin, tenderloin, and rib steak. Yeah. Those are the main cuts. Now I tell people, there's a whole animal here. Like I've got literally they're hanging right there. Like there's still whole, and it's so beautiful. There's the buffet, there's a skirt, there's the hanger, there's a flank, there's a flank like. There's a, they're like, you know what I mean? You've got the sirloin tip. There's a petite tender. There's so many cuts. And, and as you cut the animal down differently, because I cut it differently from, you know, from September to March for the winter months for more roasts. Whereas I go from April 1st till about Labor Day weekend, I'm cutting it differently for steaks. Yeah. So thing is like, for example, like the blade, the shoulder blade, right? So the shoulder blade is either called a clod or a London broil. It's a great roast, but it's got a very tough tendon running through it. But the thing is that tendon, it doesn't break down very easily, but it's a little chewy, but it's very good. It's still, you, you can still really eat it. It makes a great inexpensive medium rare roast. I'm not kidding. A nice. great roast. Okay. But the thing is, and when you fillet it for the summertime, you get four beautiful, lean, perfect steaks that I call blade steaks, right? So these are really, and the thing that the difference is I'm cutting it differently from the grocery store because the grocery store, they cut right through it, right down the middle, and you get that little gristle that I was talking about before. Yeah. That's what you get there. But what I do is I fillet it off. Okay. And I take that gristle and I eat it because I like it. 
it's pure collagen, right? I eat it. I love it, right? So, so not again. I've never heard of that. I know what I'm ordering next time when I need to yeah. grill. <laughs> some and it's, and it's, honestly, it's, it's honestly as tender as a sirloin, wow. but about half the price. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That's something. Yeah. Hey, look, I just learned something. That's amazing. There you go. Uh, so, so let me ask you. So what are some of the popular ones that like people, you know, they know to go to you? Like they, these are some of the staples they're familiar with that you offer. I would maybe even consider to be like yeah. your best sellers. So the, the, I'll tell you, it's funny. The best sellers are our burgers and our tube steaks. Oh, so yeah. our okay. burgers are all gluten-free. In all the red meat ones, there's no breadcrumbs at all. And in the poultry ones, there's gluten-free breadcrumbs only. And there's very little of it. So there's really no filler. Okay. So they're very popular because if you're eating pure meat, it's okay, literally my beef burger is salt, pepper, garlic, paprika, egg, and meat. So for every, I'll give, I'm going to give you the recipe. For every one pound of my meat that I do a, like a special blend for, of like fat to meat, yeah. for every pound there's one egg, five grams of salt, two grams of pepper, seven grams of garlic, and four grams of paprika. So what you're telling Try me is- replicating it. Mine's still going to be better though. <laughs> so what you're telling me is there's absolutely no filler. There's absolutely no filler. <laughs> amazing, amazing. It's clean. And then these are tube steaks. Yeah. Kid, like a lot of parents, like we, have, we have so many parents that shop with us and they want to get their, their kids something easy like a hot dog. But hot dogs, everybody knows are filled with crap. Yeah. We make our own, but we can't call them hot dogs because legally we don't put nitrates in our hot dogs, in our tube steaks, so we can't legally call them a hot dog. So our tube steaks are plain and simple. It's meat, so either the beef or the chicken, whichever one you're getting. I never mix meat, okay. water, and spices. That's it. Wow, okay. So you're getting salt, pepper, garlic, uh, nutmeg, cloves, some white pepper. You know, it's all, it's all getting mixed in. Some mustard, some uh, coriander, uh, paprika, mix it together. Mix it until it's actually sticky to my hand. Yeah. But once it's really sticky, then I know it's been emulsified properly. And I, ha I actually hand crank it. And I use the old style hand crank and hand crank it by hand. When I come uh, over, when I come and visit, I want to hand crank. I, yes, <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, that, that's phenomenal. I really, it, you know what, people are just, sometimes people just don't appreciate the love and the passion that goes into this, right? It's just oh, yeah. sometimes mindless. When you go grocery shopping, you're looking for something. It's kind of mindless. Yeah. It's so refreshing to kind of hear the journey, you know, from, from farm to raising them to where to then you pretty much, you know, respecting it and, and yeah. preserving, you know, all of the, the, the effort, the collective effort that went into kind of raising the animal. So, you know, that's amazing. Good on you though, Yuda. Thank you for, for doing that. So let, let me ask you, Yuda, how was business like pre COVID-19 and presently, like kind of walk us through kind of how the impact's it's, been like? It's definitely been interesting. Okay. Uh, pre COVID-19 people came in, they, they, they can talk to everybody. And you can have more of that explanation and talk and, and explain why we do things like what we're having right now. Um, but with everything going on, it's completely, it's died down in that regard. So people have gone back to the staples that they know. So it's hard to sell off certain, to, you know, to sell certain parts because they're like, when I talk to you, let's say about a petite tender, I can explain to you where it's from and we can have this whole conversation and you're like, I'm going to try a petite tender. Yeah. Right. Or like the blade stick, like I was explaining. Right. But if I, if I, if someone's ordering on my website, they're like the T tender, never heard of it. I'm going to go with the sirloin. I'm going to go with this with the strip loin because I know that one. Got so it's it. really, it's changed the dynamic uh, a lot of how people are shopping. Okay. Um, 
but uh, you know, like, it's 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 difficult because I like I have I love what I do, and without being able to share that love, it's like it's actually it's, it's a lot harder. It doesn't feel as joyful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. No, I hear you. No, honestly, that, that yeah. I, I, we can we can all sense that. So that's that's phenomenal. So let, let me ask you. So during kind of COVID nineteen, you shared a little bit in the beginning how your operations have changed. Um, yeah. So obviously, you know, public, you cannot walk in to the to the. So store. I'll tell you the reason why I did that actually. Okay. So literally, as a beginning of March break, when we decided no more customers are allowed in the store, I could sense of what was going on and be able to see how the trends were going with. with just the, the, the natural human, um, you know, way humans were, were interacting and rushing to stores right when they were saying, don't do it, people were rushing. And I'm like, and I, and I saw like a lot of people come to my store and just like trying to stock up and everything. And I just said to myself, my wife has lupus. So she's a, so she's a high risk. Uh, she's very high risk. Yeah. I said, if I, the thing is that on a, on a, on a scale the scale of like the bunch of different items. So one, my wife has lupus. I can't be around my kids because they're because they're because children are known to be carriers and not give not have symptoms, mm. right? So if I give something to them, they might give it to my wife. I give them a hug, and then they go give my wife a hug, even though I'm not touching my wife. Got it. They can give it to her just like that. Yeah. Right. And they'll never, and we'll never they, they wouldn't have. So number one, my being lupus, I had to stop. I, I had to distance myself to protect myself from from getting sick. Number two. A small business like mine, and I know I'm not alone. I, I found that the the majority of the businesses like mine who are less than five years old, yeah, are in this bubble of that we don't qualify for anything from the government. And there's a lot of businesses like this. Yeah. So my biggest fear is that if I get sick, number one, aside from the fact that I haven't been, you know, and like near my family for now almost a month, if I go, if I get sick, I have to shut down my business for 14 days. There'll be zero recovery from that. I yeah. see. It's funny. I see all the grocery stores. They're they're having employees testing for testing positive for COVID, and no one's no one's stopping to have to you know to really think about that. And they're still going to their stores, not wearing gloves, not wearing masks. But if I went down, my customers are going to have nowhere to go. They're going to have to go back to the grocery store, and then I have to retrain people to try to come back to me. Yeah. Right. So it's a really it's a very hard thing for me. So I've really I've I've taken the the very, it's honestly, it was a very tough decision, but I'll be honest, I'm straight honestly, um, about a week and a half in, and I was working about 17, 18 hours a day. And like, so it was beginning of March and I had already started distancing myself, my family to be safe. Um, and my wife came by, like she, she my, my, my kids ended up staying at my in-laws house for the night and she came by and we're standing literally like 10 feet apart, starts crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I don't think this is going to work. Like, you know, you're working long hours, you're here, you can't be around the family, you can't be around me, we can't really have a, like a marriage even. This isn't gonna work, like we have to figure something out. And it, it, immediately, like that night, I posted on my social media, I said, you know what? We're stopping, we're open, over. we're not allowing any customers in the store, we're open from, from noon to five every day for pickup. You can, you can order for pickup uh, or delivery, uh, you know, but we're stopping, like, she was right. Like the, 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 the sacrifices that I was making were going to have a bigger, a bigger detriment than positive. Yeah. So it really changed. And yes, I'm working today. I'm working 14 hours. Um, but I had like, I have to get stuff done, but I've cut out the staff that like a no temporary staff and, and I need the help. 
but I need to be able to trust people. So I'm working longer hours. Um, I have, so no, no temporary staff, people aren't allowed in the store at all. So customers, when they, they'll place their order, we say order before 2 p.m. for same day pickup or delivery. Got it. So any orders after two, automatically go on to the next day. So like, I've had to drive people's orders to their houses at seven o'clock at night because the order wasn't ready by five o'clock when I, when I closed. And I have a, I, I'm, when I make a commitment and a guarantee, I stand by it because I want people to know that they, I want them to stand by me too. You yeah. know, if, yeah. you know, if you know, they just shit hits the fan kind of a thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so like that, that old, no, no, it's, a, it's that <laughs> old that, adage, yeah. like your, your word is your bond. Right. And so yeah. the incredible sacrifices that you make to provide the best quality food experience for your clients, your customers, your friends or family, it speaks it, it from just hearing you on this podcast. I can, I can pick up on that passion yeah. tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. So I know it. you eat, live, breathe. You're so passionate about what you do, the sacrifices that you've put in, you know, and as a community, we have to come together and we have to support our local businesses, our small businesses, small business owners. And so, you know, you, you did kind of, you did share with us a little bit how you're operating right now. So right now you're accepting online orders. So for yeah, everyone so who's listening, orders. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So orders place online. We have, so anything that everything we have available is on the website Okay. and it's all tracked with inventory. So at any time, so, so if you see something's out, it's just a matter of, again, because I'm doing it all on my own, I just say to people, just give me a couple of days. Like if I'm, if I'm out of tube steaks, the process is I have to age the cow for three weeks. Then I have to butcher it. Then I have to grind up, grind up the trim. Then I have to season the meat, stuff it, let it sit overnight, then smoke it, then cool it, then package it, then freeze it, and then you can buy it. There's you, a lot of steps there. If anyone ever complains to you about price, just share my contact information with them. <laughs> because this is, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible to hear the process, to hear the time, the love, the passion that goes into your craft and your business. And so you know what? It's, 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 it's amazing. So we Thank place you. our orders online. If anything's out, just, you know, give you hoot a couple of days. The guy's busy. He's running the whole thing on his own, butchering like cows and, you know, getting all the beautiful cuts of meat ready to go. So you do offer, you do offer same day delivery. Just make sure that your orders are in before two on that day. Correct. You're open from 12 to five. So if I want to come by, I want to pick my order up. How does that look like? Do you just pop the trunk, you put it in there and we're good to go? Exactly. So okay. when, you, when your order is ready, once I fulfill the order, you'll get an email or a text message. I ask people to actually um, leave their phone number on it, the, the, uh, their profile, not just their email. Because if you leave your phone, I call you to tell you that it's ready too. Okay. Right? Great. So it's a, not just a quick, you know, quick email, but an actual I'll call you. You know, I'll explain to you, you know, hey, you know, you are this. This is how it's all packaged. I'll walk you through it. Any cooking instructions, here you go. Yeah. Um, and I tell people, when you get here, call me from your car, pop your trunk, I put it in your car, you close your trunk. So there's no contact. And I've been doing this, honestly, for a month. I'm, and I was literally the first one to do this. That's the funny yeah, yeah. thing. Literally, yeah, literally the, first, the first story. Yeah. And I'm watching a lot of stores now move on into this direction. Yeah. And I'm like, got to be safe. Got to keep my family. Got to keep my customers safe. Got to keep my clients safe. You know, I even, I even have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of um, uh, elderly customers. When they come by, here's a handful of gloves. Take some gloves, be safe. If you're gonna come out, 
here's some gloves on the house. Be, it's wow. free. Enjoy it. Just be safe. Wear them. Throw them out. Take care of yourself. So. Yehuda, you're like, yeah. you're one in a million, my friend. You're honestly Thanks. one in a million. You are like, you're an amazing human being. Like, honestly, uh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So uh, Yehuda, let me ask you. So for the people that are listening, people that are watching, uh, where, can they, where can they find you? Where, they, where can they check you out? Where do you exist on social? Things like that. Drop your, your, drop your website address. Yeah, where can so people find you? Yeah, for sure. So uh, brothersbutchershop.com. So shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E, like the old style, because we do the old, everything the old way. Uh, it's, so it's brothersbutchershop.com, uh, uh, Instagram at brothersbutcher, uh, Facebook brothersbutchershop, Twitter at brothersbutchershop. If you want to watch the videos of everything I do, we do live butchery videos. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> we call it food porn. <laughs> we do live, yeah. So like I'll show you, and the whole reason is I can show people, look, here's the tag of the animal that we're butchering today. This is the legal tag number from the Ontario government. This is the farm. This is the weight. This is the, this is the breed right so now you know how old this animal was you know how how much it weighed you know everything where it's from this is why i'm going to butcher this animal this way wow and where can where can people where can people come and watch those facebook all facebook. on facebook check out awesome. our videos on facebook yeah we got tons it's like you know what and it's and, and, you know and the thing that I, I tell people interact so ask questions when you're doing it i'm why i'm watching the comments at the same time and i tell people i'm answering quiet questions throughout the whole video as well any questions you want to know, you're like, oh, that's a really cool, like, how do like, for example, like a, like a blade strip, how do you cook that? Like, okay, very simple. Oh, this nice. one's that you have to marinate for 24 hours, you know, great in like a, like a nice Korean sauce or, or, or a chimichurri. There you go. You know, and enjoy it, you know, and marinate it. After 24 hours, throw it on the grill, cook it in your marinade, cut it nice and thin, you got yourself an amazing steak. Amazing. For amazing. like for bupkis, for for both right? So I, I live in both beautiful worlds in the Korean world and the Jewish world. My wife's Jewish, so it's the melding of both cultures. It's phenomenal. I love it. It's like food overload. Best food. It's the best food. It's amazing. Amazing. Well, you know what you I just want to say from me to you and from people watching and listening, thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Your passion. We can feel your passion, see your passion, hear your passion. Everyone who's watching and listening, please do us all a favor. Do me a favor. Make sure that you put in your orders. Go out, support local. Support Yehuda. The guy loves what he does. He's an absolute character. When he's in it's safe to do so, you got to go and just have a chat with him. <laughs> just make thank sure you. you don't walk in with the whole store. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yehuda, thank you so much again for your time. Um, I thank hope you. you and your family, uh, your customers, all stay safe and stay healthy. Um, you and too. Everyone, you guys all know the drill. Be great, be kind, stay safe, and stay healthy, everyone. Thanks again, Yehuda. Thanks very much. Take care. Take care.